Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today we have another special Potapalooza episode. And if you didn't listen into the last time, I am attending a one-day conference where the goal is to connect podcast uh, hosts with podcast guests, and you get to do on-the-spot interviews with them. And today, I'm I'm so happy to introduce to you James Hipkin. We've had like a total of one minute to talk, so I don't know too much about him. But in his bio, he's had a forty over forty years career in marketing and advertising at a high level. He has helped his business, the businesses he's worked with, with digital marketing. And so I'm really excited today because he is an expert in websites and the mistakes that, you know, us small business entrepreneurs, professional speakers and coaches make. So I am excited for today's conversation. I know I personally am going to learn a lot. So James, welcome to the show. Kim, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm looking forward to our quick chat. (laughs) So James, why don't you take a minute or two and just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Um, How did you get into this field? Oh, that's going to take a lot longer than a quick minute. (laughs) I'll give you the Reader's Digest sort of version, which dates me a little bit, I suppose. Um, I started in college with a, I have a Bachelor of Music. Mm -hmm. And I spent six years working in the rock and roll industry, touring with major recording artists. Okay. And one of the major recording artists that we worked very closely with for a long time was a band called Rush. I remember that one. And the leader of Rush is a young man named Getty Lee. And he was such an impressive person uh, from a business point of view, never mind the fact that he was an accomplished musician and performer. Um, They were literally the first band to vertically integrate their activities. Mm. They owned their own sound and lights. They owned their own trucks. They owned their own record company. They owned their own publishing And the conversations that I had with him about business opened my mind to all kinds of opportunities. So when I decided at the ripe old age of 30 to get out of the rock and roll industry, my mother was very happy. I managed to get myself a job at an ad agency in Toronto. Oh, fellow Canadian. uh, That's it. Eastern Ontario, Queen's University. <laughs> and that job in Toronto went very well. And the New York agency that owned the office in Toronto 
identified me and sent me to Latin America to work with Pillsbury to launch Green Giant Canned Vegetables. And then from Latin America, with my newlywed wife, who informed me that if we wanted to have a family, it couldn't be done by fax. We got transferred to Madrid, Spain, where I worked with Rover Cars and a number of other clients in Madrid, Spain, and, and started shifting into database marketing and direct marketing from traditional advertising. So I have the, this checkered past. We also got the facts thing sorted out. We had two children in about 18 months. So <laughs> I'm blaming the red wine. I mean, come on. And then I got transferred to Chicago, where I worked in a large ad agency in Chicago. Um, and then I was recruited to be president of an agency in San Francisco. And about 10 years ago, I decided to buy a vendor which was a digital production company that built websites. And the reason for that is I kept seeing the website is one of the most important digital assets that a business owns. Mm -hmm. Everything else is rented land. The website sure. and the email list, you own those two things, but that's just about all you own. Yeah. And people were doing such a bad job with websites. And they're still doing a bad job with websites. And this is my passion is to help businesses be successful with online marketing and the, the center, the hub of the online strategy is the website and doing it properly and doing it well. It's not that hard, but most people get it wrong. You know what? I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think, you know, one of the things that, you know, my audience faces, especially when you're a small entrepreneur, you know, you're a professional, you're a speaker, a coach is you don't always have the money that it takes sometimes to have, you know, these professional websites done. And, and that's why I'm glad that you're on here today, because I know that there's things that you can teach and train on that even people that maybe you can't afford, you know, to have those big websites. But there are some things that you can do yourself to improve your website, even if you don't have the money, you know, for a big professional one. So I was I'm excited. Well, so I'm I'll tell you, it, lose. it's really not. That, that's one of the other reasons why, I mean, our day-to-day our -day business is building large corporate websites, which have very large budgets, often into six figures, which is a roundabout way of saying we actually know what we're doing. But we created a product, which is a subscription product that's specifically for smaller businesses. Because what I've observed is these smaller businesses, they get sold stuff they don't need. They spend too much money on websites. They, they're, you know, it, it's not that expensive to build a high-performing website. I'll give you an example. I was approached by a, um, a New York State senator. He wasn't reelected. He was a lawyer, so he was going to put a shingle out as a lobbyist. And he wasn't, he wasn't getting any traction at all. Mm -hmm. And I looked at his website and I said, Craig. Your website's all inside out. It's all about you. And, and he it said, never well, should be. but that's who they're hiring. They're hiring me. I said, yes, I know, but they're on a journey. And they can't get to that until they've gone through their journey. And when they get to your website, they're there to see if you can solve their problem. Yeah, it's what he can do for them. It's not about him. It's about the results that he delivers. Right. 
and what and his credentials become reasons to believe. I like that. Yeah. Why can I believe that this guy can solve my problem? So hmm. the acronym is PASS for problem, agitate the problem, solve the problem. I like that. And, and th- that's an extremely common mistake I see in small business websites. It's inside out. They're talking about themselves. They're, they don't understand their customer journey and they're not solving their customers' problems. And we made these changes. We redesigned his website. We streamlined it. We simplified it. We put a proper structure on it. And he called me up the other day. So it was a couple of years ago. And he said, do you think I need to refresh my website? And I said, Craig, how's the phone? And he said, I can't get it to stop ringing. And it's doing what it's supposed to. So you, Craig, I'd love to take your money, but you don't need to change your website. It's working hard for you. So you mentioned a couple of things, streamlining and structure. Would, would you mind talking about a little bit about that? Because I think that's somewhere where entrepreneurs get confused. Like they've either got way too much on their website or they don't have enough. I just helped last week. She posted a wonderful review on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, a professional speaker who restructured her site based on some consulting work that I did with her. And she said in the in the review, she said, you turned my Frankenstein into something that's actually useful. <laughs> and and this is what oftentimes it's about eliminating things and giving structure. The first question that somebody asks themselves when they arrive at the re- a website is, am I in the right place? True. That's about branding. That's about color scheme. That's about fonts because people are visual. Pre-pandemic, when I was doing public speaking, I'd, I'd be in front of a room full of people and I'd go, okay, everybody raise their hand. And they'd all dutifully raise their hand. Everybody touch your nose. <laughs> but you I'd be putting my hand. hand to my forehead and 80% of the room would be touching their forehead because people see before they read, before they think, before they do anything. It's the reptile brain you see first. So am I in the right place? Give me a benefit-oriented reason to stay. That's the problem-solution thing we were just talking about. Yes. And then make it crystal clear what I should do next. Yes. If you've got several different audiences, this public speaker I was just talking about, she does, she is a keynote speaker. So that's one audience, people who are booking events. She also teaches executives how to be better presenters. That's another audience. Yes. That's another path in the website. And she works with HR departments to help internal staff know how to communicate better. That's a third path. They're all under the global umbrella of, I can help you communicate better through presentation. Yes. And then she makes it very clear what the paths are. Make it crystal clear what they should do next. Yes. And then immediately under that, there's some reasons to believe. Her experience, number of years she's been doing this, a whole a strip of logos of recognized companies that she's worked with, some testimonials, that sort of thing. And that's it. That's the whole homepage. Yeah, just simple. Yeah, it really is. Because it's, the website is utility. Mm. 
It's it's there to create value for the for the user of the website, the visitor that you've attracted, and for the business. It's mutual value that's being created. Mm-hmm. I've reviewed lots of websites that were flat out gorgeous. Somebody had spent a whole bunch of money with a designer, and the website was beautiful, but useless. It wasn't, it wasn't working, but it looked great, right? Yeah. Because it didn't have structure. It just looked amazing, but nobody knew where to go. They didn't know what to do next. It was it was all very impressive. But why am I here? Yeah. You know, it's funny. You're, you're talking and I'm already thinking about, you know, my website. Like it's a work in progress. It's not it's not really there yet. And I had to put it on the side for a while. But, you know, while you're while you're speaking, I was thinking about, you know, how how I do it, because, you know, under my brand, I've got a couple of different things. So I've got this podcast under the author to authority brand. I've got my book under the author to authority brand. And then, of course, you know, my my publishing services. So, you know, now you've got my brain thinking about, you know, how am I structuring my website to make sure that people can go where they need to go? So. I am so glad I interviewed you today, James. <laughs> well, the, the last thought I would leave with you quickly is recognize that the average website visitor has an attention span that's shorter than a goldfish. Mm-hmm. You have six seconds or less to engage a visitor. That is and if that, your web page loads fast enough. <laughs> part of the six seconds is exactly that. Part of the six seconds is how long does it take that page to load? Yes. You know, and so you, that and six seconds isn't very much time. And that's a lot of things that you need to do in six seconds. Yeah. Or less. Yeah. Wow. So, now, so one of the things that, that I do, if, mm-hmm. um, if this is appropriate at this time. Yeah, go ahead, James. Um, is I have a, an, an offer. It's a free website audit, six seconds or less.com. And you can book some time with me and I will go through your website with you and we'll talk about how we can make it better. Awesome. So, James, just because we didn't have a chance to ask before, have you authored any books at all? I have not, but I have a very robust blog on innately.com. And people have, you know, I have made noises at me about, you know, you probably have enough content there to author a book. Um <laughs> You know, I I heard the uh, the John Janice who founded Duct Tape Marketing was on one of the podcasts where they interview about marketing books, and he was going through his latest book, and I'm like, that's my blog. He wrote a book about my blog. I was I was horrified. <laughs> it was upsetting. <laughs> well, here's the wonderful thing. You know, you can people can write books on the same topic even at the same target market, and there will still be an amazing group of people who would choose your book over somebody else's uh, just because they, they resonate with you more. Well, thank you so much, James. Do you have like one last quick parting thought for us before we head out for today? I think the last parting thought I would leave uh, again, it's a common mistake. I see don't try to boil the ocean. Digital marketing can get really overwhelming. Yes. Pick one or two things, do them well. And those one or two things that you pick, remember what I said about outside in versus inside out. It doesn't matter what you think or like, it matters what your audience 
like. Yeah. So you want to be where your audience is. Awesome. Well, this is Pick one or two things and do them well. Thank you so much, James. This has been James Hipkin and Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Fantastic. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.